Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Chatting with Country. Today on the line, I have Jocelyn Kelly from Jay's Breakfast Club, located in Gary, Indiana. Hey, Jocelyn. Oh. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. How are you? I am wonderful in yourself. I'm doing good. Thank you for joining us and taking time out today um, and hopping on the podcast with me. Every time I'm in town, I come. I um, used to always come to the one that was in Glen Park. And yes. me and Sin is really close. So I would stop <laughs> in and give her some love and sit down and eat. And I always have my brother um, Jamal, he's a, a Gary officer, but I would be like, okay. go pick me up some food and bring it to me. So <laughs> <laughs> this is good. So tell us about yourself. Um, you can go as young or as old as you like, and then we'll just kind of <laughs> let the Lord, you know, use, use us, use this conversation to touch somebody. Awesome. Awesome. Well, <clears throat> as you stated, my name is Jocelyn Kelly. I am born and raised Gary. I am a Lou Wallace graduate. Woo, woo. Okay, dub in the house. <laughs> right. Um, left here when I graduated high school and got my undergraduate degree in Atlanta from Spelman College. Um, when I finished school, I was bucking to get back here. I was a new time, a first time uh, single mother. And I just wanted to get back home to where I knew home was. And that was here in Gary. And after several bouts of going in and out, trying to figure out the right careers, I always say things don't just happen, but they happen justly. So a culmination mm. of <clears throat> a lot of life experiences and even going back to school and grabbing a MBA and even attempting to go back and work on my DBA, uh, I dropped out because I was like, I'm spending too much time and money for people to tell me what I already know I'm gifted at. Um and through life experiences, the loss of my son, loss of my job, God really positions me to do things differently. And through those challenges would have taken most people out. I um, come to a new mantra in my life, and that is love to live. And when it gets hard, you tie a knot and you live for those things you love. So you live to love. And through that was birthed where I am now, and that's Jay's Breakfast Club which is a new child in and of itself. And it's just growing by leaps and bounds and it's starting to bud flowers. And we created a new movement called This Is Gary. So not only do we have the restaurant, we have commercial development. We have uh, actually two not-for-profits, one in my son's legacy. And then also um, the This Is Gary movement. So it's a lot of greatness emerging and like a diamond, you go through all the challenges and you're pressed and then you're shaking and you just blossom into that thing that he wants you to be. Um, what do they say? The potter's hands. And mm. that's who I am. So you spoke about the loss of your job. Um, mm -hmm. What job was that? You want to share that? Sure. And like, What did you learn from that? Sure, absolutely. So the majority of my career is actually in financial services and banking. And there was a stint in my life, because actually this is the third restaurant that I've owned. Um, the first restaurant, I was actually the co-owner of Dolly's on 18th and Grant, which 
we owned back in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And when we closed it down, some good friends of mine um, actually had the Bennigans that was on Fifth Avenue, so they wanted me to come out of where I was and step into their kitchen, and that's what I did. I took over their kitchen operations at Bennigans on Fifth, and when they lost their lease. I just prayed and I said, God, wherever you'd have me to be, this is my opportunity to just kind of stretch and give it back to him. And I ended up in Dallas and sold cars. I worked uh, night jobs in uh, factories and ended up back in banking. And that job led me back to Gary again. Mm-hmm. And um, my son was in his last years of high school and he was feeling himself and um, I wanted to be closer to him, not commuting back and forth to Chicago. So I ended up working for a bus company, school bus company that actually I was recruited into uh, one of the charter schools. And the charter schools is where I lost my job as their operations manager. They said that I worked well, I worked hard, but they wanted to go in a different direction, which I cried for about 15 minutes. So my mother said, get my stuff. I got mm-hmm. my stuff. And God just began to move mountains. And here we are. All right. You talked about the loss of your son. You want to share that with me? Sure. I had, uh, like I was saying, when I went away to school, I went away alone and I came back plus one. So I had my son four weeks before I started my senior year in college. And he was, uh, I was a single parent. He was my only child. So in essence, we basically grew up together. He taught me as much as I taught him. And when he graduated from high school, he decided that he didn't want to go directly into college. Uh, He wanted to serve in the military. Uh, He was an Eagle Scout. He was all about service and community. And so this gave him an opportunity to serve as well as work towards those things that he wanted to do in life. Um, Even one of the remarkable things about his personality was the church that he grew up in and I grew up in too, offered him a scholarship and he denied the scholarship. And he told the board that he would prefer they give the money to somebody who was going to school now, and he was going to let the government pay for his. So he didn't want to take that money that they were offering, just to to kind of speak to his personality. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, on December the 4th, 2014, he, what I call, made the greatest leap anybody could do, because we, none of us know what death is or what it, you know, we hear about the light and things of that nature. But one thing is for certain, once you go over into the death realm, we don't know the stories or what it's like or what it is. And he chose whatever he was dealing with in this life. It had to be better in the unknown. And unfortunately he died by suicide while he was active duty military. Mm. Now I have to share. My son, Tavon, mm-hmm. um, a couple years ago, he went off to the military. Um, it was an older white guy that told me, little Timmy goes off to the military, but little Timmy never comes home the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and my son, Tavon, um, I'm in Spokane, Washington, and so it's a bridge called the Maple Street Bridge. Mm-hmm. And that morning before he left out the house, um, I was sitting at the computer working. It was around COVID just had started. Mm-hmm. And he he said, okay, mom, I love you. You have a good day. And I said, okay, son, you know, you you have a good day too. You know, and I love you and whatever it is, don't worry about it. 
at it. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I turned to look at him, because I used to always look at my kids when they left out the door, but when I turned to look at him, I saw nothing but black. Mm. So when I turned back around, um, I said, Lord, I don't know what's wrong, but whatever it is, I need you to send angels to be round and about him and to capture his fall. Mm -hmm. Um, About 30 minutes later, my phone started blowing up and they were saying, your son wrote a suicide notice all over Facebook and the police started calling, everybody started calling. So Mm -hmm. I texted his sisters and I was just like, you know, I need y'all to get down to the Monroe Street Bridge um, because Mm -hmm. we got a page that we watch up here. And so he was on that bridge. Mm -hmm. Um, By the time my girls got there, he had already jumped. Um, Mm -hmm. And so they took Tay that year, 20 people jumped. 19 Mm -hmm. people died. My son was the only survivor. Mm -hmm. Um, No broke bones, no nothing. And I only share that to say that um, as a parent, we never know. You know, we look at them every day. We always Mm -hmm. turn over the pages trying to figure it out. What did I do? What did I like? How could I have Mm -hmm. helped? The the unknown, right? Mm -hmm. And so that day when he jumped, it was just like, I'm out of here. But two Mm -hmm. weeks prior to that, I had just told him, I said, you know, if If your heart is overburdened, then God Mm -hmm. will release you. Mm -hmm. But if he still feel like there's some wiggle room in there, you're going to have to stay. Mm -hmm. And so when he called me in the room, he said, damn, God made me stay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. um, we don't know the why. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll never know the why. Um, But what I'm grateful for and it's the time that God allows us to have, you know, the memories that we absolutely. have. Absolutely. 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 Um, and you said it best. Things don't just happen. They no, happen they don't. justly. Um, mm-hmm. I really like that. Um, so what does community mean to you? Community means everything. Before we go from there, I want to say that the situation even with my son, it was the water. He actually drove into uh, mm. the, um, mm. I can't even think of the Cumberland River. And last, this thing's, this New Year's past was the first time I had gone back to the river mm. since that weekend. And I just saw people, he used to say he would go to that river to sit down to just kind of clear his thoughts, clear his mind. And the interesting thing was when I went there, the number of especially black men that were sitting around in their cars or on the benches and things of that nature. And as I walked up and down that area, I had a sense of peace. I had a sense of calm and um, my God brother actually preached his eulogy and it was peace beyond the river. And so the gist of the water, the calming and God putting us right where he wants us when he needs mm-hmm. us to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, a lot of people say it could have been me, but as your son said, it wasn't my time. I had to go back. But in this instance, because being transparent, there have been a number of times where I attempted. Mm-hmm. But he said, no, I got work for you to do. Mm-hmm. Oof. So, I mean, I truly feel that. 
there are no mistakes and God is equipping us and planting and planting seeds and cultivating all of this because he's got work for us to do. He's the great orchestrator. <laughs> and we may not understand it, but as the song goes, but the by and by, we'll, we'll get to where we're supposed yeah. to be, what we're supposed to have and what we're supposed to do. I'm just full of tears and I can't stop. So um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, I had my, my son, my son Tashawn passed away um, in 98. And so year after year after year, right? I heard you say you are, you, you, you're building a legacy for your son. Mm -hmm. um, 2017, I had a dream. I was laying in the bed and always say, let the Lord, you know, guide these podcasts. I never know, you know, a lot of people like scripts and I'm one that I, I don't really like, I don't really <laughs> like a script because then you get to see the rawness of a person. But um, yeah. 2017, I was laying in a bed and year after year, um, I go through these motions, you know, mm -hmm. why him, why he had, yep. you know, why couldn't he make it, you know, right, et cetera. Um, but I was laying in bed and God showed me a room and he pulled the curtains like I was watching a stage play mm -hmm. and the room was full with purses. Mm -hmm. And I said, what you want me to do with them purses? Like what room is it? What's going on? And he said, you're going to feel them. And mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to feel what? He said, you're going to feel these purses. And I mm -hmm. said, how am I supposed to feel a purse? What do you mean? So mm -hmm. I need you to, to to move your thoughts mm -hmm. I don't want to keep you in this place so let's take these thoughts and put them into this to birth this this your legacy for your son mm -hmm. and so 2018 February um, was the first purse drive I did I gave away over 200 purses I collected I put a thing out on Facebook and I was just like hey I'm collecting purses for the homeless filling them with toiletries and I'm gonna give them out mm -hmm. um since then, I didn't gave out over 2,200 purses. Hmm. Um, for my birthday, I just did another big drive to where I just gave to different shelters in bulk. Uh -huh. And so, like, that 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 keeps me contained in knowing that I was able to um, shift that energy and turn it into a positive instead of um, sitting there crying and wallowing right. around. Like, for real, I was, like, beating myself up. I feel... Um, I got six kids, uh, three mm -hmm. step kids, three birth. Um, mm -hmm. But I feel like a failure in so many areas with them, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of people say, well, you've done your best. You've given them everything. But sometimes I look at them and they're so broken, yeah. you know, and it's like, I can't help. But yeah. God, right. But we God. just the vessels that carried them. And it's God. They got to do the work. Right. He tells yeah. us to take them to where they need to be. Let them go. Right. Give them right. back to me. And so. As a parent, that's the hardest thing to do is yeah. to release your children, yeah. you know, into the unknown, but they mm -hmm. got to figure it out just like we did. And so yeah. we give them the foundation and hope for the best. <laughs> you know, you just like, yeah. hope of, for the best and that's in everything. One of my spirit friends going, uh, I was a girl, but she was uh, somebody who had become very close to me. And she was probably like 40 years my old very good friends. I would almost tell you she was my best friends in my early 20s. 
and I would be with her and her grandkids, her child with behavior or whatever. And she constantly say, is your child you have to release them and trust what you've taught them that they And what that being said is that we have to, and all people and all things, we all got different journeys. And as a parent, you want to protect child. Be careful. Scripture formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. But we fail to realize that those things that come to challenge us are actually preparing us, you know, mm. um, for whatever that season or whatever that thing is, that destiny that was appointed and anointed to our journey. And he doesn't give us more than we can bear, right? Mm -hmm. So we just have to be steadfast in him and trusting. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, and that's in anything, right? Relationship, right. work. Um, but the thing of it is, don't get caught up in it not prospering you, because it does prosper you, because it's giving you groundwork. It's grounding. Yeah. And when you get into that thing that's meant for you, that was specifically designed for you, you have a greater appreciation. You think about all the people who have won millions of dollars and then in five seconds, they're more destitute than they were before they won, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because it was just given. But somebody who's worked for it, they fought for it. And once they have it, they have a greater appreciation. They're a, they're a responsible steward over that thing because of everything they went through to attain it. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know a good relationship had I not had a bad one. Yeah. I wouldn't be grateful and work as hard in my business had I not lost the job before. So I'm grateful for everything that comes my way. It's a it's the great grounding, I guess you could call it. I get that. What is confidence to you? What does that mean? <laughs> confidence is a thin line between confidence and arrogance. And I think of confidence, what came to my mind was Godfidence. I believe that's total trust, reliance, and faith. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and proclaim to know everything, but I'm going to proclaim that the promise that it was given to me is true, right? So I'm walking confidently in what I know to be true, what I believe to be true. What does community mean to you and how do you contribute? So the core of community is unity, a unity in common. And so for me, it's playing my part. I'm only a piece of a bigger puzzle that is the community, right? So I could, I, it doesn't make sense to sit back and complain about things 
we have to help one another to sharpen our tools for all of us to get better. Because when if somebody gets better and the other person is still trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. then it's still making our our world unbalanced. But if I could do my part to help inspire, empower, and motivate others, then we can keep going. That's the unity in common. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What keeps you going? Every day when you get up, like, what's your why? What keeps you going? Faith. He didn't bring me this far to leave me. He didn't take me through all the struggles and tribulations. For me just to go through tribulations and shed tears, it's all on purpose. And I'm I'm hanging on to that. <clears throat> that my walk is aligned, is destined. And I, and one thing that ever since, especially since my son died, that is very hard, near and dear to my heart, I want to be uh, heralded when I get to the gates and say, servant, well done. Mm-hmm that I've been a responsible steward over all of the blessings that have been afforded to me. I don't want to waste any blessings. I don't want to be like they talk about that, that the joke or the parable, somebody gets to heaven and say, well, God, why didn't you do this? Mm-hmm. Well, had you walked through that door, that thing would have been right there for you. Well, God, why weren't you there? I was holding you the whole time. I don't want to be that. One. Yeah. And trust me, it's difficult. It's difficult because the attacks continually come. Yeah. They, that, oh, baby, they come. Yeah, they never stop. They never stop. But I always tell people, get the lesson. You know, I don't know yeah. what it is. Just make sure you get the lesson out of it, whatever it is. You know, I don't care if you're having a good time. You're having a good time, get the lesson at a good time and get it in a bad time. Because that's your ground and that's your foundation to take you to where it is God trying to take you to. Um, because mm-hmm. everything is about that time and you know we want stuff right now and sometimes God say I need to put it in a crock pot you know we live in this right. waveable world sometimes you got to take the stairs we can't all get on the elevator you know it's the limit right so right yeah what would you tell your younger self Jay keep moving keep your head up the thing that I did not get to my 40s is that I am love, I don't have to look for it outside. I don't have to look to be validated by anybody else. I am love. I am love. That's good. That's good. You still doing the book club? You know, we kind of fell off last month. It was so much going on. Uh, and I need to, we got it. We scheduled for the 20th. My only problem is, is that I'll be just getting back in town and then I've been invited to Indianapolis to do a couple of things and it's the same night. So I think I'm going to revamp and kick it off again in October. I feel a big smile <laughs> Just because of my face, schedule. I was like, I feel a big old <laughs> smile on your face. <laughs> yeah. It's just a lot. Okay. All right. So is there anything else that you want to tell us what's going on? Tell us the address, 2601 Broadway, Gary, Indiana, but they not taking yes. calls. Like, what do you want to tell yes. us? Yes, <laughs> yes. So just amazing thing. We are here at the corner of 26th and Broadway, 2601 Broadway, and our beautiful new facility. Yes, it that is. I have my pictures. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. And we just recently uh, finished our patio. That's where I'm sitting now. That's why I was like, I don't know if you can hear me because all the cars are passing by. <laughs> 
But yeah, uh, God has truly gifted and blessed us. Blessed us. I was in a meeting last night, and we we're talking about arts and the economy in Gary. How we could utilize the arts to revitalize local economy. And somebody was talking about resources, and I had to sit there and think about what they were saying. A lot of people don't want to move forward because they say, I don't have, I don't this, I don't that. Going back to what you're saying, what keeps you going? I'm a visionary. And so I'm gifted with seeing things that have the inclinations of to do things, even though the resources may not be there. But my faith, you know, people say, I, I fake it till I make it. I'm faith in it. That's right. I'm faith in it until it's fully <laughs> realized and this whole price this whole process has truly proven that these five years has truly proven that because there have been many a times when I wanted to throw in my hat and say forget it and it was like I was like eh, eh. Mm-hmm. kick me in my butt make me get on up and scoop a little bit further I may have limped but I was still moving forward I know that's right so yeah we can visit us at 2601 Broadway our website is www.jsbreakfastclubgary.com we're open six days a week, closed on Wednesdays, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturdays and Sundays, we stay open till 6, and we have our weekend brunching that's inclusive of everything. So they get your fabulous breakfast, your chicken and waffles, your shrimp and grits, your pancakes, your waffles, and you can do even soul food dinners. We've got catfish fried chicken, baked chicken. Um, on Sundays, we got fried ribs, roast beef. Our sides are everything from dressing, macaroni fried and cheese, sweet potato, fried, yeah, all that. <laughs> <laughs> Collard green cheese dip. So we're doing phenomenal things here. Our whole mission is inspiring positivity through love by doing what we love, where we love, for the people we love. And that starts off with food made with love. So we're looking for folks that's hungry. You may not be we want you hungry for food, but you may be hungry for attention. You may be hungry for love. You may be hungry for just somebody to hear you. We're here for that. So y'all just come on and continue to support. Keep giving us a reason to keep coming back. So is, do we got a second location coming up? I mean, because uh... well, we're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, we that's part of the meeting why I have to postpone the book club for this month because I've got to go and make a run to do some research uh, downstate on a location. And calls are coming in and folks are trying to woo us and getting us to go in other areas. Mm -hmm. So we're working on some things. We're working on some things. I'm trying to be obedient. Okay. And wise at the same time, okay? All right, because we're facing it and making it now, okay? Yeah. Dare to dream. Dare to dream, baby. Yes. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day and hopping on the podcast with me. Um, It's truly my honor. Thank you. Yeah, and on that note, if you hang in there with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace. We'll be right back.